0: and don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com/slash VIP slash tour stores. Have a great one. Hey listeners, the new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is here. RX11 is everything you need to fix, enhance, and polish your audio for music and content creation. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using the code FRET10 at isotope.com. That's fret T one zero at I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hi, John. Hi. Nice to finally meet you face-to-face.
1: Nice to meet you. How's my yard? It's great. Enjoying my yard? Hey, it's not raining. It's not raining. This is odd for Seattle this time of year. I've been having artists play in my lawn and it's very risky. It looks like there might be some clouds to the east, <laughs> but I'm not worried about it.
0: Well, thanks for your time. Appreciate yeah, of it. Um, doing check ins with people, see how they're doing in this quarantine situation. How's your day today?
1: Pretty good. Yeah. Considering I can't sleep and I'm a morning DJ, so you would think that's a normal thing, but it's not. Because as a morning DJ, you're tired all the time. So sleeping, not a problem. Never been a problem. It's what I do. And then I get up at 4.30. Well, now, in this bizarre pandemic world in which we live, I'm waking up in the middle of the night. I can't fall back asleep. Do you nap? I do. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a proponent of the 20-minute power nap. It is the greatest advice you can give someone is the 20-minute power nap if they're having any sleeping issues.
0: I agree. I I couldn't
1: talk to you right now without if I hadn't power napped before this. Do you want to know why else I can't sleep? Why? I'm having Mark Lanigan fever dreams.
0: Are you serious?
1: I am. I'm reading his book. So to put my phone down is a a goal of mine right now because Twitter is a cesspool of awful news and terrible people. And so I put it down, so I decided, you know, reading books. Been doing that. Got the Mark Lanigan book. Start reading Mark Lanigan. Every night I dream, fever dreams, and he's in there, and he's messing me up. Oh, man. It's not pleasant, the things that man did in Ellensburg. No. (laughs) I'm telling you. He's such a gentle creature as well. (laughs) Not growing up in Ellensburg, he wasn't. No. Yeah, Spokane seems super tame where I grew up after reading about Ellensburg. Oh,
0: Mark. I think Mark might be having a feud with a couple of the Oasis fellas.
1: Do you know who wins uh, when Mark Lanigan fights Liam Gallagher? Humanity. We all win.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I also know that Mark would.
1: Ah, it would take. There'd be two sounds. (laughs) The sounds of a Gallagher getting hit in the head and the sound of the Gallagher's head hitting the ground. Then the third sound would be no Gallagher laughing.
0: And then some sort of cheersing amongst the three of them, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: How's your family doing?
1: We, uh, we're hanging in there. We, we have a lot we've adjusted to like everybody else. My wife had just graduated from medical school and ironically can't really practice medicine right now uh, because of this pandemic and suddenly is homeschooling. And, uh, the thing about us and having kids, the deal was no homeschooling. Like they go away. Uh, So we're struggling a little bit with having to deal with our kids uh, all the time. And I have good kids. Imagine if they were assholes. They're like really nice kids. Right. And so we're adjusting to that and we're adjusting to KXP where I work and doing my show sometimes from where I sit here in my windowsill and then also adjusting to our bar closing, which we'd opened in June and was going really well. like. Everything you can imagine in a new business, an independent business, you open a bar, big risk, Capitol Hill, Pike and Harvard, right? Everyone loves the concept. Bar is doing great. Nothing can stop us, except, so we're struggling with that as well, how to keep enough resources available to open back up. When this pandemic's over, I would say a large percentage of your favorite Bars and restaurants will be gone. No question.
0: And venues.
1: And venues, yeah.
0: I'm hoping at least we'll have some small venues to start with. But those require more crowding. They do. So depending on how it rolls out, maybe larger venues
1: um, with less people in it. They need bands touring, though. Yeah. So I think we as a community will go out more. And see local bands more, but I don't think those clubs can survive until touring starts and you can't tour right now and you can't tour for a long, long time. Yeah. So it's all bad news, basically, is what I'm telling you. It's all all
0: (laughs) terrible. I'm trying to think of what I would do to tour again to keep people safe and keep myself safe. Mostly along the lines of outfit. Yeah. I would wear, you know, a rubber outfit Mm. or
1: whatever sealed me in. For the bar, we're called Life on Mars. Yes. The thought yesterday was, just go full astronaut. I mean, you got to imagine if you can walk on the moon or Mars, you probably stand a pretty good chance against a virus.
0: I agree. Is there any way Life on Mars could have a, a takeout?
1: We are not there yet, but we are looking into it. We're trying to determine if we can keep our employees safe. That's our number one issue. Obviously
0: the most important Yes. Well, good luck. I'm, I'm going in as soon as I can.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: I might stay all night.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Do you think the first night you go out to a bar, you'll stay all night?
1: You know what I actually think? Or I, a restaurant. I think I'm so freaked out of being in public, I think I go in for five minutes. You do? I do. I actually do. I thought it'd be like party time, man, mm-hmm. I'm never leaving this place because I love it there. Right. It's like yeah. my I, I built like my favorite bar. So it's, it's my favorite bar. Yeah. And when I get back to my favorite bar and then I thought, man, I'm not going to last five minutes in here. I don't want to be around anyone right now. So I don't know, man. I think there's going to be an adjustment with going out.
0: Yeah, I think mostly I imagine myself
1: sitting outside somewhere like this. Yeah.
0: All afternoon. Yeah.
1: That's the reason I want outdoors eating. So yeah. I can just if I were out there, I could sit for a while. Yeah. Well, let's do that then.
0: So it sounds like home life has been impacted for me, touring musician. My work has been canceled. With KXP, have have you missed any shows, any major impact like that? Or have you always been able to do it from home or get into the studio?
1: Well, what we missed were all the bands coming in. That that was one of the first things to go. Because bands coming in, you're in a small room, you have a crew. They came from elsewhere. And so that was the first thing that we missed and that I missed was, was that the studio itself, we, within a, you know, a week of everything happening in our city, it was just essential staff. Essential staff became DJs. DJs became the only people in the building. Then we had to create a second booth. So we were never in the same booth right after each other. Then we had to create home broadcasting in case everything went down and we needed a place to broadcast. Plus it just was safer for some of my high risk DJs at the station. Cheryl, a uh, two-time cancer survivor should not be anywhere in public. We we needed to protect her. So we had to figure out how to do this home broadcast and we had never done that before. And so the adjustment looking back 2 months, I mean we are completely different how yeah. we how we pull off broadcasts. And to be honest with you, part of it I do like mm-hmm. because it gets back to why I got into radio when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, I do these sessions where you're sitting in the yard, you know, it's just a microphone, what we keep commenting on. It's amazing what musicians can do with just one mic and no prep and soundcheck when like, who was here last? I don't remember. Maybe Sarah Cahoon. I said, she said, yeah. so sound check, I go, yeah, we're going to do that live on the air. It's going to be great. And she goes, okay, sounds good. <laughs> and listeners are more, they're more forgiving. They're yes. not expecting this perfect sound. Like at the KXP studios, like oh man, I, you know I didn't. The bass seemed a little off there. We're like you know you get these kind of whatever. But it usually sounds great. But but here you have garbage trucks. I mean, where you're sitting, you can hear the cars going yeah. by, and there's birds chirping and everything. And I think so. The change of that has been a really nice thing for me to get back to what I love most about live music, home shows. I love, and doing them live on the air and sharing that has been um, a huge silver lining to a terrible situation.
0: That's great, that's and I thank you and everyone at k x p for keeping it alive and I have to say this now, thank you and everyone at k x p for supporting every single band that've <laughs> been in for the last twenty years. seriously, it's been amazing um Have you been absorbing more media and or social media than than you normally have?,
1: <sighs> that's a good question um You know, I was, Mm -hmm. and I deal with depression. I've had episodes, and it took me a long time to admit that some of my episodes being really down have come from the phone, Mm -hmm. from not putting it down, from going down rabbit holes as they're designed to have you do, which is so scary for people who deal with depression and anxiety, and so I've been in the past really good about finally putting those down, taking some of those apps off, not looking at the news on my phone, not looking at social media as much. This pandemic started, oh man, this yeah. circus time. I was just like, I'm going to ride all the rides. Let's get me some, <laughs> let's get me some Twitter. Let's get me some Instagram, some even Facebook I might've looked at, which I stopped looking at a long time ago because yeah. that's just a nightmare. <laughs> uh, and I just was everywhere. And then, it, and then time, you know, was, and you know what happens just weeks go by. And you realize you get those little things to say your phone usage. I know. Your, your phone usage is up two hours and 37 minutes on this day than it was at this day right. last week. Like, How does that happen? I don't have any free time. Well, that's why you don't have <laughs> any free time, you idiot. You're looking at social media nonstop. You want to know why? I'm looking for answers. I'm looking for control. That's what you do. When you look at that, you're trying to find control of the situation. And while there are some amazing—I love some of the people I follow because the way they view it and their sarcasm and and comments make me laugh. But it's not worth just some of the—like, I would never know what's going on on the Fox propaganda channel if I wasn't on Twitter. But for some reason, everybody wants to show me. right. So now I know everything that's going on there. I I don't—I've never watched uh, a Trump—anything. Like, I I don't—I can't even— look at it. And yet there I am. I know everything and have heard everything. I don't know if that's good. I, I don't I think some knowledge is good, but for me I've gone down so many social media rabbit holes that I have had to take a step back. And you know where I retreated was was Instagram. Uh-huh. Because it's pretty pictures.
0: Yes. That's and, how it started. And I
1: still try to
0: celebrate that as yes. As what it is.
1: So I went there. And then yeah. I started using yeah, I'm so busy with the show, and I'm busy doing stuff. I'm just like, whatever, I'll post whatever. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna start showing things. I'm gonna start showing videos and 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 conversations with other DJs and things on there. And I kind of could see the good in it again. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, Twitter reminds me that there's just no, there's no good there. It's just yeah. yet I'm on there at Loser Boy. That's where you follow me. It's great. Uh-huh. You know, I'm always posting. <laughs> The irony—it's terrible. Follow me on Twitter right now
0: at loserboy. <laughs> Please, right before your nap, do you hit Twitter? Oh man!
1: Well, that's why I was reading. That's why I had the fever. Mark Lanegan oh, dreams because I right. keep looking at Twitter before I go try yeah. to go to sleep. And here's the thing: I thought a Mark Lanigan book would be less harmful for me It is much more harmful because <laughs> then I'm picturing him just beating the holy hell out of someone on like a de- on a freeway in Ellensburg, and then beating up one of the Connor brothers and trying to electrocute him, and then I go to bed. Like, what am I doing?
0: Right. <laughs> um, and the last week, is there anything you've been watching on TV or any media that you've been hooked on?
1: Well, we do in this family, we wait for the weekend and then we get good and drunk yeah. and catch up on our TV shows. All right. And I, I noticed as time goes by, the bar is getting a little lower yeah. for everybody. I know there's no disagrees with that, but we're following uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I think it might be as good as Breaking Bad for me. Really? And it's hard for me to say, because I love that show. Yeah. But my God, we've been following that show. Um, Ozark, like season two, eh? but season three. Oh, yeah. okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I gave it a chance again. Two just kind of, I don't think so, but three's been good.
0: Did you finish three? I have not finished. Okay, well, when you finish, let me know, because I have a question for you.
1: I also got to admit, the last episode or two of Saturday Night Live, has been really good, yeah, like really good. And and for me, again, the, I would lower the bar because of what they're trying to pull off. And I think it's some of the best stuff they've done. I agree. Uh, it's it's been crazy. Yeah, that 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 to me, it's like they got their legs on that first episode, and then and the Fauci with Brad Pitt the other day. Yeah. I, mean, I mean that that's I the kind of stuff. That's why I'm try, That's why I would look at Twitter. I'm looking for that kind yeah. of content. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean, like when you see people like that and they're doing that, it gives you hope it does i it does
0: I don't know what what the drive is behind that. I mean, they're artists, and um they need to work, and they're probably Brad Pitt is probably as desperate as the rest of us to reach out, yeah, and man, when that guy reaches out, <laughs> I don't know about you, but cool myself <laughs> off right now um. Do you have a long text thread with a group of people like your family or your bros in which you try to outdo each other in it with cute photos, ridiculous photos?
1: I have two things going on. They're not really on text. One is, uh, you know, a Snapchat for old people, which is Marco Polo. Yeah. And uh, I got my brother on there. He doesn't use any of that stuff. And for the longest time, he convinced us he had a dog and he kept us going for weeks where he, you would say, oh, yeah, the dog's coming. The dog's coming. You call the dog. Oh, where's the dog? And he has yeah. the gear of the dog. And then finally, and I, and my kids are starting to turn like, why would he have a dog bowl? Why would he have, I mean, he's like, I, I just know one of the dog," And he keeps going and they don't get to see their uncle very often. And my brother's a funny dude and, and it goes on and on. And I'm even questioning, does he have a dog? And then on the last one, he goes down, he shows them, see, look, dog dishes, dog food. Check this out. And the kids are like, okay, and they're in. And he has set this up for two weeks. And he reaches down into that dog food, scoops it up with his hand, and eats it right on screen. And my kids, oh, and just lose, you know. So clearly, he puts some uh, refried greens in there. Then the dog comes running in. I was very proud of it. It went on for weeks. Now, That's- I'm telling you, in a pandemic situation, this gives you time to plan these things out. It does. And then the other is the, uh, we got a Slack channel and my crew, um, uh, Sparkle Motion, I call them, um, from, you know, Donnie Darko, uh, my producer Owen and my assistant over at the station, Lisa, w- we have a, ch- we have a Slack channel going every show as they help out. Uh-huh. And then we turn on each other like animals the minute anyone screws up. Yes. And I love it. Nice. And, and it, it again gives me hope when I'm in there. And today in particular, Something Lisa had said, and I said, I'm starting to question your commitment to Sparkle Motion, and I have no idea why I said that. And that ended up getting Owen, my producer, to get a clip of that from Donnie Darko, download it for me, and on the show, within minutes, I played it. Yeah. And then and then, to the entire world announced, the Morning Show team was now known as Sparkle Motion. This is the kind of important work I'm doing. That, that is important. It is. And then my next post to those two was, I, I find it very odd that I get paid to do this. This is very strange. <laughs> All right, um, do you have a song you've been listening to? It's been
0: inspiring lately that we could play? I want to play a song.
1: I've been asked a lot when people checked in with me about um songs around the pandemic in the they you know, like Walter Martin songs pretty great Randy Newman's song pretty great. you know Shane Tupmark has a great song. He's down in Nashville now I played it today that's not what I'm leaning at though. You know what I'm leaning at? I'm leaning at a song and a band and discovery because it's what I do. And it gives me hope for the future. And it reminds me of why I love music. And this band from Brooklyn, as half my sentences start on the air, this brand, this band from Brooklyn with their debut album. (laughs) Uh, I've I've said that many times over the years, Uh, but I I've just been getting songs kind of trickling in this records coming out soon. They're called nation of language. Mm-hmm. Every song I get, I freak out and, and I've played them twice in a row on the show. I've, I've got nothing but great response. I think it's what it's May. And I'm consider. I already called it the album of the year. You know, yeah. like not like nothing else <laughs> is going to come out. Um, but I got the song, the wall and I, the other day, and I was just kind of beat down, tired, you know, Mark yeah. Lanigan fever dreams, I haven't been sleeping a lot. And, uh, and I put it on, and it's everything I love about post-rock, New Order, emotion in music. Every it, It's aching. I got lost in it and immediately felt better about life. And so I've been playing this nonstop on the show and telling everyone I know to get this record.
0: All right. And it's it's The Wall and I? Yes. That reminds me of With Null and I. You know that film?
1: No. Mm.
0: I'll drop it by. I'll sanitize it and drop a DVD (laughs) copy on your porch. Um, Well, let's play it. I love that song. It's a good song.
1: It's got some tonal hopefulness to it. Yeah. And clearly, those vocals, you can't fake that. And every song on my show that at least I try to play has got some kind of emotion, some kind of emotional connection. It. And when you can get it in the vocals, it's a done deal, man. You don't got to work at it at all.
0: I agree reluctantly, drummer. Drummer. <laughs> drummer blues um i know i agree with you 100 percent um does the word advice scare you no with people ask you for advice i get a lot of that okay do you have any advice for the people to get through this on a mental health or physical health level
1: on the physical health we're very lucky to live in seattle and in king county and the state of washington uh, I'm pretty sure those three things are probably the safest three things you could say where you live. I can't think of another place. So continue to do what we're doing out here. And keep, and don't be like others who disregard the health and well-being of, of our older and, and more at-risk population. In, I try not to think too much about it, and that goes right into my mental health. Pandemics bring all that's flawed in our society clearly out into the open, be it our school system, inequality inequity, racism, um, how disconnected the government is from the federal government, from real life, um, the 1%, all those things, Mm -hmm. the arts not being supported, food scarcity. It also brings out those people in the world who really don't care about their fellow humans. And that's a hard one. So for, for me, my advice for myself and others is to really Focus on what you can control. If you don't focus on the things you can control, you're going to go crazy. And it's only going to get worse. They talk about this mental health epidemic that's happening because of this. It's because people who've never dealt with mental health issues are now dealing with them. The good news is they now can understand people who do deal with depression, anxiety, isolation. They're feeling all of that. This is a shared experience. Right. But if you can really get down to what you can focus on, you may come out of this a better person. I, I am trying to become a better person through this. I'm trying to better myself. I don't have, I have bad days. It's in that phrase, it's okay not to be okay, you know, and, yeah. and to not feel okay. I'm probably, if you go a week, and it's hard to tell what a week is anymore, but if yeah. you go seven days, I'm guessing three of those, I'm not at my best. Right, And four of those, I'm pretty good or maybe a little above average because I'm trying hard. I go for walks now. I never went for walks. I spend more time with my kids. I am thinking of more creative ways for when the bar opens to connect with people. I'm I'm doing better radio than I've ever done in my entire life. It's because I'm focusing on what I can control. And the minute I get outside of that, and the minute I start getting sucked into Wisconsin, deciding everyone should die, or Florida, why would mm-hmm. I ever even consider Florida? Because any just fill in the blank. Like, yeah. what... Crazy shit happened today. Like, they're now allowing, you know, you'd have pet sharks. Like, oh, okay, well, Florida. So that's not going to affect me. And I have to remember that and focus on what is. And that is a long winded answer to say try to control what you can control.
0: That's great. That's really great advice. I've just learned, I always knew this, but I'm really truly facing the music, no pun intended, because I'm not facing any music. Um, man, if I don't
1: work, I. Freak out! Do you lose your ability? Do you feel like you're not? You don't have value. I think so. You don't. You're not contributing to the world. I I keep hearing this from from people that right they're not contributing. They're not. They're not a part of the world. And you're not a person if you're not doing that. Yet, yes, you are.
0: Right. Well, thanks for that second piece of advice. Wasn't expecting to. That's great. I'm a DJ.
1: I know. You get, it's you're a two for one. Is that how it goes? No, I just never stop talking. Oh, okay. So, so it just ends up being multiple answers to questions.
0: Yeah. Hey, what do you think about this um, this idea of plague writing? Have you heard this term yet? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you write your King Lear in you, this time yet?
1: I felt I can imagine how people feel during this time that they're supposed to be at their most creative self and write the novel they've never written, and so. I do a radio show that, during this has maybe doubled in listenership. Whoa. It is probably the most it's ever been listened to. It's the most attention probably the show's gotten, even you know I have over the years been concentrated so this is all going on. I'm not just saying this to to brag it's just been a really nice response so during this though, I will sit in and talk with my wife and like, God, I'm just not doing anything. I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. doing these things. I'm like supposed yeah. to be creating and, and, and doing all these things. It's like, I am literally doing the thing that, that, that probably is the best possible thing I could do with my time in right. the most creative way. And I still feel like I'm supposed to be training for a marathon, writing a book, uh, getting my yoga practice on, um, you know, learning everything with my kid. Like yeah. the pressure is intense to do that because you're watching everybody else. Not everybody else is doing it, but anybody else is doing anything is bragging about it or or posting it. Right. I would just like posts where you're like I ate another cake for breakfast and <laughs> right. uh and I yelled at my kids and I you know, hate myself. Like it like and I'm drinking way too much. Like those are the mm-hmm. posts that I can relate to. Like yeah. this, this that reaction is a more realistic reaction to this pandemic. So I get it, man. Yeah. The pressure to do your King Lear. Yeah.
0: I have been doing these podcasts a lot more. They were bi-weekly. Yeah. And I was in the middle of a three-month break from them. Now I do two a week. (laughs) And I'm busy all the time. My house is the dirtiest it's ever been. When I'm gone, the house is clean. Yeah. And when I'm home from tour, uh, I clean the house. So right now the house
1: is filthy. I'm kind of a clean freak now. I'm ADD big time, right? But I've channeled that energy. I think I've channeled into being OCD. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, ADD, OCD. Yeah, you know me. So I, I can go for a while where it just absolutely is disgusting. Yeah. And then something hits. Yeah. And I'm a, I freak out and everything's perfectly. So there's only two stages during this time of my home. Disgusting. Yeah. Unbelievably clean. And I can't find a middle ground there. I think you just diagnosed me.
0: <laughs> wow. Alec Baldwin made me realize how important the cleanup is at your own dinner party, because you can sneak away, pour yourself a glass of wine, mm-hmm. and
1: tidy up your kitchen yeah, by yourself. True. Yeah, because you know what's coming. Yeah. The ending. Where <laughs> yep. everyone leaves, everything's dirty, and you never want that's to right. do this again. Yeah. Do you know we realized at the dinner party? You know what I'm going to do when this is over? No. I'm going to have a—you're invited. Yay. I'm going to have a massive party here at my house. Yeah. And every person who came over here to be creative, like you're doing, like these artists have done, anyone who's dropped off a bottle of wine, anyone who's come by, like Megan Jasper, the CEO of uh, Sub Pop, mm-hmm. her and her husband, Brian, said, are you home? We're, we cleaned everything, we're safe, but we're coming by.
0: Yeah. I said, okay.
1: And they had made chocolate chip cookies. And dropped off wine. And they know we're vegan, so they even made them vegan chocolate chip cookies. So what we're going to do is have a giant dinner party here at the house. It's going to be amazing musicians here and people in my neighborhood. And what they all have in common is they are kind and or creative and made an effort during this time to be in our lives. And so we figure by the time this is over, there's going to be about a thousand people at this house because it's, it's been an amazing thing where we've isolated ourselves out here a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. And that's been good for me. But during this pandemic, I've gotten to know so many people and there's been so much creativity around this. It's really been outside where we're sitting right now. Yeah. Like it's not been in our home. So we're going to throw the party in the yard back there and 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 so mark it down whenever this bullshit's over we're having a party i'm ready for but i but i'll also know to sneak away and do the dishes is a moral yeah. of my story well, you
0: know what i'll do it for you <laughs> i could come up and just kind of clean do your dishes by myself <laughs> i'll give
1: you a wink <laughs> you'll know where i'm going and here's the weirdest thing about my party it will be determined by the governor of washington state jay Inslee will determine uh-huh. when i'm having this party I will invite him as well. I don't know if he's going to make it, but he's also been a part of my life because right. he's determining how I'm going to live my life here in Washington State. I think so far he's going a bang-up job, but uh, it'll be up to him when I throw my party. All right. Well, hey, thank
0: you for your time. Anytime. I appreciate you letting me be out here in your beautiful yard uh, again. Didn't rain on us. Nope. Wonderful. And uh, also I want to thank you and KXP for keeping it going. On behalf of us musicians who can't put it out there right now, you guys are putting it out there for us, so thanks for carrying us. I, I appreciate it.
1: We don't know any other, other way to do it, so we appreciate that. Yeah, the, yeah. the community has been unbelievably supportive during this time. So yeah. as long as they keep supporting us, we'll keep supporting them.
0: Great. All right, thank you. Thanks, man. That's fun,
1: wasted way. I took the long road home like and So.